Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the second ever episode of the East Coast podcast. We are super excited to be here today because we're welcoming our first guest all the way from California, but born and raised in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. James Tupper. Yeah, we're excited to have him here. He's an actor best known for his appearances in Revenge, A Million Little Pieces, Grey's Anatomy, Big Little Lies, and most recently, The Hardy Boys. Yeah, we just started watching Hardy Boys. It's a brand new show. It's on Amazon Prime. Be sure to check it out. Season one is now out. Yep. But let's welcome in James. Hi, James. How you doing? I'm great. I'm fantastic. It's nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. What do you guys Thanks for joining us. Our second episode of the East Coast podcast, and you're our first ever guest. Yeah, number two, first guest. Yeah. Ah, let's go. <laughs> big day, big yeah. day. So, James, you just kind of um, wanted to hear about your entire story, kind of from start to finish. Tell yeah. Us. So, what was it like for you uh, growing uh, up in Dartmouth? Yeah, I grew up in Dartmouth, and uh, I guess I, I went to Dow uh, Theater School for a little while, yeah. and then I, I ended up going to Montreal, where I took a BFA at Concordia. I just kind of studied acting, and then I went to New York, and I got an MFA. And then I just started, I, I mean, I'm a true, I'm truly a, a working class actor. Like I started at the very bottom and I just worked my way up. That's, That's awesome. A true success story. I love yeah. it. You know, a lot of the guys in Hollywood right now, they were born like surfing in Malibu. Yeah. And their dad was <laughs> a director or something. And so like there's, but there are, there are a number of us that have just come from far and kind of worked our way up. That's awesome. How'd you, you know? like going to school in Concordia? Concordia was great. I went back there recently. I got, I revisited them. Um, to uh, hang out with their alumni, and I did a, like a class for their students and stuff. Oh, nice! It's basically on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome though. That's nice of you to do that. So, I see you guys in a helicopter every other day. What's that? What's that about? <laughs> yeah, we're just like trying to, to explore the East Coast as much as we can. We've only really uh, we haven't been outside of Nova Scotia in over a year. So yeah, we got up to Cape Breton and did a little helicopter tour with uh, Breton Air up there, and it was a really cool way to see the whole Cabot Trail and see everything like all of Cape Breton within an hour, pretty much. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, man. I, I'm I'm locked out. So you guys are stuck there, and I'm locked out. Yeah. I gotta get yeah. back. I gotta get. Yeah, you must want to get home, eh? You must miss Nova Scotia. Hell yeah! Heck yeah! yeah. When was the last time you got back? I come back every summer. I spend three weeks with my dad. Oh, nice. What, so were you able to make it back last year? Um, no, I, I missed the last summer. And then I went to um, I went to uh, Prince Edward Island the summer before that. We had a little cabin on the North Shore near Savage oh, Harbor. Oh, that's awesome. We love PEI. Oh, yeah. I took my son and he was like, Dad, are, is everybody here my cousin? <laughs> it's like 100 people. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess so. That's Why hilarious. Big... <laughs> Aw, that's cute. That's awesome. You must miss PEI as oh, well, eh? I really do, man. Like all the guitars come out and people play. Uh, there's a big, they put a big pail of uh, mussels by the fire and they, everybody plays and sings and at night in the campfire and stuff. So really that, fun. Bonfire. Would that be what East Coast lifestyle means to you? Yeah, I, th- I think... I think the thing that I grew up with was that this deep sense that all people are important, that nobody's more important than anybody else, and that you really look out for each other, you know, that, that, that to me probably. And then the, the feeling of music and friendship and fun. Yeah. Like, they're constantly on me. My, my cousins, <laughs> they're constantly putting me in my place. Like, oh, yeah, I just you think you're such a big shot going to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I, I always you. you know, Meryl Streep and I... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of her, yeah. quite Legend. the name. What was it like to work with her? Yeah. Oh, she was great. She it, it's a bit like it's kind of like meeting 
the Queen of England. Like you, <laughs> it's a big responsibility being that famous. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I watched her one time when I was in New York when we were doing the opening of Big Little Lies second season. And she walked. I was on the second floor of a balcony. and I was looking down at her crossing a crossing this um, uh, room, and and she and every single person that met her was like, "Oh my God, it's Meryl Streep!" And they have to take that opportunity to introduce themselves and hang out. So they're like, "Ah, hi! I've just always been a great fan." And she she's so gracious. She's like, "Oh, she treats each person. She looks them in the eye. She like really cares for them." That's really like, nice. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you so much. And then she only gets two more steps, and she has to do that again. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say you're probably well, watching her for a long time there, just slowly make her way across. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's a legend. What was that like uh, filming Big Little Lies? Uh, overall, it's amazing being surrounded by that level of talent. Like, it's what you dream of in this uh, career that we that I have. You know, like, everybody can bring something really special. It's a bit like being in a, in a halftime locker room at the NBA Finals. Like, every single player is uh, is incredible and, and has an incredible talent and ability. And, um, you know, it's a... I, I kind of like it, liking it to jazz. Like you can go out and you can just do riff on whatever you want, and they'll they'll come to your rescue, or they'll help you, or they'll give you stuff back. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! You know, it's really, yeah, such a big cast and so much talent there too. I can only imagine how cool it is to work alongside all of them. Oh yeah, yeah, huge it's exciting. Names. You know, the director is a Montreal guy. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, he's the kind of mastermind behind all the editing and the music. His dad was a DJ in Montreal, and he grew up there, and um, he he put it all together. He, he's he's incredible, man. He's such a huge talent. So before Big Little Lies, he did Dallas Buyers Club, and he did wow. Wild. Wow. It was a great movie with, uh, with um, Reese Witherspoon in it. Yep. Which I thought, like, I'm never going to see that. Like, Reese Witherspoon's walking a trail. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I have to give up my man card for that to, to watch that? No, I'm not going <laughs> to. No way. And then she, I, I watched it. It was one of the seminal movies I've ever seen. It's in my top five. Like, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah, She goes through this transformation. She's a really broken person. And she she has these flashbacks with her relationship and Laura Dern's in it. And then at the end of it, there's this, like, completely surprising ending that you, you kind of never saw coming. And uh, it's almost like it has almost the feeling of reading a novel. There's so much meat there. Yeah. Anyway. And absolutely. I highly recommend That's That's what I first saw. And I wanted to work with him. And so when Big Little Lies came up three months later, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to get this job. And I, I was lucky enough to get it. Oh, that that's was, awesome. That was amazing to see you on that one. Did you know him before you got on Big Little Lies or is that where you met him or did you know him from Montreal? No, I never. No, I never met him before. I, I met him in the room. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he actually told me like six months later when we were shooting the first season, he's like, you know, I'm, I kind of met a nice girl that I'm dating from Dartmouth. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> Small world. <laughs> That's dark, awesome. The dark side. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we we both watched uh, both the seasons of. Uh, we were all jealous of Halifax. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so will will the people see a uh, season three of Big Little Lies? I know everyone wants to know that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. You know, HBO has this funny business model where they're like, you know, they don't have advertisements, so they have subscribers. So if they're <laughs> If their subscribers go down, like when they were doing Sopranos, they they would do a few seasons and it was so popular, they would take a year off. So I don't know if we're coming back. I, I, I talked to Jean-Marc and it seems possible. Like awesome. they, they talked about a third season and it just depends on, um, you know, what the what the brass at HBO decide. Yeah, no, we're, we're stoked to hopefully see a season three. Yeah, fingers crossed for Hope that so. one. Yeah. 
So let's so. talk a little bit great. about the Hardy Boys. That's your most recent uh, show that you've done, right? Yeah, we shot that in Toronto. It's uh, it's based on the books, the Hardy Boys book, but it's a little bit of a twist. It's got a little kind of magical reality, supernatural kind of stuff. That's awesome. But, yeah, uh, we uh, we started watching it last night. We've seen a couple episodes so far. It's really yeah, good. Great new show. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, good. yeah, we found oh, yeah, it in Canada. Yeah. We've been waiting to watch it for, uh, <laughs> when, when it was released on Hulu. We didn't have Hulu here in Canada, so we waited, and then Amazon Prime picked it up. So we went on there and watched uh, two or three episodes last night. And uh, it's a great show. So wait, what's check it, it out. What's it on in Canada? What's it on? I got to tell my dad. Amazon Prime and then through Prime, it's on Stack TV. Yep. So if he was to search okay. it on Amazon Prime, he'd be able to find it there. Yep. And it was free. It's a free 30-day like trial. Right now. NBC, Jimmy? Is it NBC <laughs> or what is it? <laughs> it was on no YTV, actually, through Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. YTV. Yeah, no, it's okay. a great show. Congratulations on that one, too. Thank you very much. Thanks. That's really fun to do. That's awesome. And I was filming in Ontario. I just, I, did, I just lived my absolute dream recently because I shot a shark movie. And I think I, I, I've always just wanted to be in action here. I wanted to be in action in action film. <laughs> and, and I went to Orlando and we shot this beautiful shark movie with Alicia Silverstone's in it. Wow. And the two of us kind of get stranded out at sea. And it's about to be released probably in a, probably in a month or two. Wow, oh that's God. awesome. So, really excited to see that one. Yeah. Alex is playing it cool yeah. right now, but he loves shark movies. Oh, yeah. So we will definitely oh, be watching that oh, yeah. when it comes out. I've seen everything to do with shark movies. So yeah. I'm excited for that one, James. Can't wait. It's kind of in the vein of open water. Like nice. it's got a little bit of that realism. Awesome. Yeah, that'll be great. That's Where exciting. was that one filmed? Um, so th it's a really interesting story. They, uh, I should send you guys pictures, but they, they were, it's set in Vietnam and then they oh. didn't want to, they couldn't get, to, we couldn't go to Vietnam because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So they had, they figured out that if we, uh, we could go to, um, uh, do it, shoot it on green screen. And then they looked at Mexico, but the borders were closed. So we ended up shooting in Orlando, Florida. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> that's going to be, that's going to be cool. Can't wait. But it's all, it's all like Asian sets, yeah. like in Vietnam. And then, so it's, and we would look out at these green screens and we're like, wow, look, it's so beautiful here. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure that feels a little different than being in Vietnam itself, but. Yeah. yeah it was like Larry the Grip and his friend Paul, like standing there like, hey, James. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You're able to make the most of everything with COVID and make that whole thing happen too. It's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was, it was, I was lucky. I mean, I'm just, I'm just on it for the ride. The producers and the director really took care of it. This great director named Lee Van Kitt. He's a, uh, he just shot a movie called Fury, F-U-R-I-E. It's like about this Vietnamese woman who chases after her son after he's been abducted and she's sort of a badass. Very cool. And um, I think that's what attracted Alicia Silverstone to the project. She wanted to kind of be a badass. That's awesome. Uh, no, right now I'm, I'm on pause. Yeah. I'm working on that. Oh, no, I am working on something. I'm working on one of the most important projects. I'm a coach on my dad's, on my, um, my son's uh, baseball team. Oh, that's nice. awesome. You guys are killing it. I love East Coast lifestyle, man. I love it. I think it's such a cool brand. Thanks a lot, James. Thank we you. appreciate your support. You've always been repping the gear, and you're such a proud East Coaster, so it means a lot to see you repping the gear. Mm -hmm. How did you get Ashton Kutcher to wear that hat? So that was from Alicia Fanuff, a good friend of ours, Alicia Cuthbert, as you as you know, and mm -hmm. uh, she uh, she's oh, friends yeah. with Ashton from The Ranch, the TV show The Ranch. So she gave him a hat, and uh, we couldn't be more thankful because he put the hat on and then started wearing it on social media. So mm -hmm. that uh, that all came back to Alicia Fanuff. So huge thank you to her. Yeah, that's huge, man. That's he's such a cool guy. Yeah. So on such a successful road that you've been on, what do you remember the most? Uh, you know. 
every, everybody thinks uh, everybody's attracted to acting because it's kind of glamorous and, and you end up um, you know having hair and makeup and going red carpets and getting lots of attention but but really the fun of it for me was working in studio like figure, I, I'm kind of an actor studio guy like I I came up uh, in New York every single teacher I had was wearing a, a black turtleneck and talking about Stanislavski and talking about the art form and how deep you could go with it, you know, talking about Brando and all the all the greats that lived, you know, before us. So I, I would that's what made me happy um, working. Like I always just made it about the work and I tried not to focus at all on what the result would end up. I didn't really care what would end up happening. I thought if I apply myself in a really true way, my heart to this to this craft, then maybe I could get lucky and, and be able to work in it. And then for 10 years, I worked as a carpenter. I didn't, I worked, I did theater at night and then I would go and work, I'd be a carpenter all day long. And the guys that we were building houses and the guys on my crew would call me long pants because I was always trying to shield myself from the sun. Like I didn't want to get, <laughs> you didn't want to get burnt. <laughs> that Canadian skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, and then they would come see me in plays and stuff and they'd be like, what the heck? <laughs> they couldn't, we couldn't figure out how, you know. They got just this regular dude on their crew could could turn into other people or work on or become a character or deliver a play or whatever. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, I think that that process and it keeps me grounded and it keeps me really real and it keeps me working hard, you know. And who are you looking up because to in those early days? What's that? Who are you looking up to in those early days as a young a young uh, actor? Oh, I think you know Christopher Plummer, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any mentors and stuff growing up? How did you kind of learn as you? Um, when, I was in, when I was in New York, I was a member of Circle Repertory Company, and there was like, uh, it was sort of like a playwrights company. It had Craig McNally and um, Lanford Wilson and a, a lot of these great like guys that won Pulitzers and 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 uh, Tonys and stuff for their plays that they'd done. But um, I, so I was in that. I was in a big mix of actors. I mean, William Hurt was in that. At the time, he he had kind of left, and then um, there's just a, I I don't know I I think I I just love to watch actors go for it and be risky and vulnerable. You know, I think Al Pacino was a hero of mine growing up. Yep, Any Given you know? Sunday is one of my favorite movies. So good, yeah. like he's oh, so yeah. transformational. Yeah, and I love his sure. hair. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. legend. <laughs> So for a, for a theater student coming out of university, what would you recommend to them? Is there any advice that you'd give someone coming out of school? Well, Alex, you know what I do? Everywhere I go, especially in Canada, I look up the theater school um, and I go make a visit. So I'll be shooting a movie in Victoria, British Columbia, and I'll, I, I looked up the school there and I was like, let me let me just go and spend a couple hours with the kids. And I, I try to like, because I think it's, I think... You can get so locked into trying to figure out what the heck this acting thing is that you end up um, not understanding that the goal, the, the end goal is, uh, it, it can be an enormous amount of success and fun, you know, which is the life that I've had luckily. But they, so I, I go visit them. I went to Concordia and I did a class there um, recently actually. Um, and they were super happy to have me. And then I made a deal with them. I'll come back every year. I'll fly up there every year. I just deal with the graduating class. 
because it's really a hard transition to go from being a regular actor to, to finding work and figuring it out. You did a lot of TV commercials out of school, didn't you? Um, I did. Yeah, I did like 50. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I should do one for you guys. Oh, we yeah, love that. seriously. Oh, we love that. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I did a lot of commercials. and That's actually how I got my pension with SAG. And then I did... Um, and then I did a lot of theater, and then finally I started. It wasn't until like 2005 I started to get TV roles, but also in in LA I was a member of the Classical Theater Lab. Like I was doing Macbeth. Oh my god! And you know, it's funny because the people that are really into acting and really love it, they they they'll they come around even if they're big stars. It doesn't matter. It's kind of a leveler. And so in these companies, you would find. I, I remember doing a scene in Macbeth with Lee Merriweather. Miss America 1955. I don't know if you remember her. She was like, I think she was Catwoman or something, the original. Wow. Yeah. But she, uh, you know, these great actors that have this great experience and then they, they kind of come back and just do theater because they, they love to be, they love to do it. Do you That's ever awesome. find yourself making your way back to theater? Do you miss it at all or? I really do. Yeah. I really do, especially today. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up this morning, great to do a play. But, um, you know, plays don't, pay for the lifestyle that I have. Yeah, <laughs> that's sure. fair. That's fair. <laughs> valid, valid. <laughs> so what's next? Like, uh, what are your hobbies and what are you into right now and your passions? Um, I would, I really, I, I've been working with Dow Theater Department on getting their new uh, space worked out. Nice. I'm part that's of their really committee. Cool. So that's really fun. And I want to go back and I want to talk to the students there that are graduating. Yep. It'd be fun to do that. That's cool. Um, back to Dow. You know, I'm open. I'm in a pause moment. Like I'm just, I'm about to probably go into a press cycle. That the way it works, you, you have to go promote the stuff that you're in. Yeah. And so the, movie, the shark movie is going to come out soon. So that's very cool. Yeah. And will there be multi seasons of Hardy Boys? Uh, yeah, they got picked up for two more seasons. Unreal. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations! That's exciting. Thank you. And I'm going to buy a helicopter now. <laughs> Can you take us for a ride? <laughs> yeah, come see us. Come pick us up. <laughs> well, really you know excited. What I've been doing my free time? I've been, during COVID, I've been learning this guitar. Is that your first time picking up the guitar? Did you used to play? I, I kind of played, like, you know, a little bit for four or five years. I just learned the chords and stuff, and now mm. I can, I'm starting to really be able to play. Because I wanted to, I thought, look, if we're really going to take a pause from life for two years like, or a year, whatever, then I, I need to find something I can get really, you know, that's really satisfying creatively. That's cool. Yeah, pick up a um, new passion. And also, I had a really great teacher tell me one time, they're like, hey, you know, you always got to have things in your heart that you're doing that make you feel really good. Because you're going to bring that energy into all the auditions and the work that you do. So it kind of became a heart project. And I promised myself I'd never make money at, at playing, <laughs> playing music. Well, that's nice, though. It must be a nice little break for you, especially since how busy you've been over the last couple of years with all the productions you've been in. So it must be nice to kind of take a little bit of a pause for a bit. You know what, Taylor? It was for a while. <laughs> you over it? <laughs> it was for like six months, and now yeah. it's like, give me a break. Yeah, like, now you're itching. Gonna... You're itching to get back into things. Yeah. Understandably so. We're the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been <laughs> nice busy. for a How's little, and then either? that's it. What, has the has the has COVID affected your business a lot? Yeah, it's been it's been hitting us pretty heavy in the brick and mortar and the retail stores. So they're mm -hmm. they're pretty much slow right now. We just went into a provincial lockdown for a month, so we're not uh, we're not even able to open our stores right now uh, here in Halifax. So 
it's kind of hitting us that oh. way. But then the online stuff is amazing to see that everyone is learning how to shop online now, and they're they're uh, picking right. up the phones and calling us. So we're happy. we have a lot more customer service staff and support here and at the warehouse and stuff like that now. So it's kind of changed us a bit. Um, but we're really just kind of rolling with those punches and mm-hmm. going going with the flow. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, no cruise ships. I'm here, really so. proud of you guys. I mean, I watched you grow up. I, I remember first hearing about you on in Prince Edward Island. One of my cousins like, you got to check out this brand, man. That's all. <laughs> I was like, what is it? Like everybody's got it. You got to check it out. I was, I was like wearing your hoodie one summer, like probably like four or five years ago. Wow. wow. Oh my gosh. So you guys are like a flagship. It's cool. You're like in the in the core of it. That's awesome. Well, thanks for the it's support. Nice. You've been repping for a long time. Thanks, man. No, you're welcome. I love it. That's yeah, awesome. that's awesome to see. And we just opened up a store in uh, Cavendish PEI too. So it's nice to have a location over there for them as well. Sweet. Yeah. Love I'm going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll meet you there your when helicopter. we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're uh, hoping that they'll open the bubble for Atlantic Canada so we can go to PEI. Right now, we're, we're having to hire managers and stuff from Nova Scotia, and, and we're going to have to mail them the key to open the store in PEI because we can't go no there. No way. Yeah, it's kind of weird, <laughs> no but way. it's a lot of trust. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's going to look a little different this year, but yeah. it'll open up nonetheless. Yeah, well, thank you so much for being on our first episode, our first guest on the East Coast podcast. It's been mm-hmm. amazing catching up with you. Hey, thanks a lot, Alex. Thanks, Taylor. Yeah, we appreciate awesome. it. It was nice to meet you. Awesome, Alex. Well, that was really cool. Yeah, great chat with James. Yeah, nice to finally meet him. I know you've talked to him before, but... Yeah, I never met him... Uh, In person. Never. Yeah, we still haven't, I guess, but... <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Podcast. <laughs> Does beat. this count? Does this count? Kind One day. Of. He'll pick us up in the helicopter and take us for a yeah, whip. He'll be back in the East Coast <laughs> soon, for sure. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and let us know who you'd like to see on the next podcast. We have regular episodes coming at you, so stay tuned. Episode three on the way. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.